Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hope you're having a great Thursday. And I hope you're like me, you're tired of rain and wind. We've had enough rain and wind. It's time to move on and see those sunny days back again. A couple of quick things to share with you. One is this uh, from Sherry Carr Beavis, a friend of mine on Facebook and, and someone I have a lot of admiration for. She said, be so passionate about improving your life that you don't have time to hate, judge, criticize, argue, or gossip about others. Boy, I know a lot of people who could take that advice. That is for sure. Hey, without any further ado, let's turn to our friend, uh, Mayor Fofo Gillich of the city of Biloxi and welcome him to Coast View. How you doing? I'm doing doing well, doing really good. Getting uh, ready for our state of the city, a live state of the city tomorrow. So, uh, no, everything is good. I'm going over, you know, where we are as far as, you know, the the excitement of of, of coming back. So uh, that's really you know, like the Apostle Paul, good news. It's good news to spread. So it really is. I, I was. I had the opportunity to be on the uh, gala show uh, yesterday, and essentially, we talked about the the mood in coastal Mississippi. You and I got to see a little bit of that at the annual chamber meeting. We're going to come back to that in just a second. But this opportunity to see five hundred people together, you know, coast leaders. From all over coming together in a face-to-face meeting, that was amazing. But it was sort of a continuation of this feeling that we've had. But before we get into all that, I wanted to share something with you. I went on a bit of a rant yesterday about the perception of Mississippi being really completely different often than what people actually experience when they come here. And I want to talk to you a little bit more about that. I, w- I wanted to share this that this is a a, a friend of mine. He's been on Coast View before. He's an attorney. He's a startup lawyer. He focuses on the entrepreneur community. His name is Matthew McLaughlin. He he posted this. Being underestimated is one of the biggest competitive advantages you can have. Embrace it. And as an individual, I think that's true. That that you know, often we may be we may be underestimated, but we should embrace it, and that gives us that that gives us some opportunities to achieve things maybe that we otherwise wouldn't have been able to achieve. But when it comes to Mississippi and the perception of Mississippi, um, being underestimated as it relates to that perception can sometimes hurt us. It hurts us in economic development projects when people perceive something of us. And as Joe Max Higgins from the Golden Triangle said, when we get cut at the desktop, that's a real problem when it's the when it's the perception that got in the way. And one of the things I did, Fofo, is I went to um, YouTube. I did a search just Mississippi. And the first thing that popped up was 10 reasons not to move to Mississippi. And I shared some of that yesterday. And I want you to, this is what it said about our beaches. No waves, a ton of bacteria, an oil spill that never got cleaned up. It would be safer to swim in a stagnant pond used to dispose of old shoes. (laughs) That makes me so mad when I read stuff like that. And that video has incidentally been viewed 283,000 times. It's got to make you just livid when you see people talk nasty about about Mississippi. Well, they they just don't know, and, and you know I've battled this all my life. Perceptions, 
you know, but I have learned some things in, in battling and in life about, uh, you know, if somebody gives you an answer or a reason not to do something. You know, the first thing you do is repeat that, make sure you understand that and then come back and say, look, if we can address those things, I have the business. So along, you know, you got to stretch with me a little bit, the understanding. So if that's the only thing you got to clear up, well, we know our product sells itself. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about, you know, for whatever reason, you know, we had the greatest month ever in 29 years of gross gaming revenue in April, you know, and we weren't even at full throttle yet. And then there are people, you're going to say, well, it's because this, it's because that. That's the negative thinking of it. The bottom line is, you know, stretch with me a little bit. Whatever the reason, wherever they came from, however they got here, they got here. And, and what I always preach, what I proclaim, is that get them here once, and we, we our product will sell itself. That's our challenge. So let's clear up some perceptions. Get them here once. No, no doubt they'll be back. So, however, they had stim- you know, people trying to make a, a negative spin on, oh, well, it's all sp- stimulus money. Whatever, it doesn't matter. We've got a, a ton of visitors, you know, and I felt it. You felt it in February, in March, in April, and these numbers are astounding, okay? So everybody's going to, you know, those, a lot of folks want to have negative spin on everything. That's BS, in my, in my opinion. I don't know if I could say that. But anyway, that's my thought. You know where my passion is. We battled a bunch of stuff in 2020. I played a segment. I played a segment from uh, Jim Cantore has always been a friend of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. I think when he fought through um, the um, the the Katrina experience at the at the uh, retirement home in Gulfport, mm-hmm. it forever changed the way that he viewed us. He felt like he was one of us, and he had given a speech um, at, at um, Aspen Construction or something. But anyway, at the end, someone asked him a question about about uh, something specific, and his answer was really about about Mississippi sort of being forgotten in the wake of Katrina, and he called us the for, you know the forgotten coast. And in a lot of ways, when you think about Mississippi's history, we we we've had a history of bouncing back. I'm out, whatever the situation, whether it's difficult challenges, we have dealt with our challenges for the most part. We have challenges like all states, but the reality is that what it's, what it's embodied in the hearts and souls of the people in Mississippi are people who are incredibly resilient. And often, and what I said yesterday as well, was that too often Mississippi is sort of the forgotten state, that we don't get credit for the, you know being sort of the home of American music, the, the blues trail, and our the way we've come to grips with our civil rights past and the civil rights history and the civil rights tour that we have here and you know the Grammy Museum and so much and the and the coast and what it has done. We don't get the credit that is due us. And I think we've got to we've got to scream a little louder at times to tell people that the one thing you think is our detriment, which is our people, it happens to be our number one asset. Our strength, that's right. Our way of life. Everybody wants to enjoy our way of life, you know. And, and once they understand it, man, I wish I were here, you know. And that's that's the kind of reaction. So it, with today, the the you know the way life is is moving with globalness, and 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 you just you know uh, you, you can create a, a lot of stress that will you know uh, number the days you have left on Earth. Stress is something you don't need to, to have that, and, and uh, you know, and I don't know what's genetic or what, but you know, I, I don't like to concentrate 
on the reasons why not, you know, it, you know, just like building this place. How can I help? Not you can't do. And that's that's the that's my little you know bone of contention about a lot of this mess that goes on. Uh, you know, people they just don't know. They you know, uh, I've been in, in you know deep in this mix and 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 this uh, this life that we have and we want for our kids and and their kids. So I'm I'm really you can get no nah, you can't get my blood pressure up. That's the way. Ah, I, hey, but look here's here's the thing though. One of the things that Haley Barber did, I had the opportunity to work close with him on the recovery effort after Katrina, but he gave a speech uh, not long after Katrina to the legislature. And one of the questions he asked was, what will our kids and our kids' kids say with us, say, say of us? Will they say that we got it or that we just missed this opportunity after Katrina? I think that people like you and me, I mean, I, I, this has always driven me, this, this notion of working harder about the role that I can play to build a better place, to, to make the perception better, to overcome whatever those perceptions are. What drives you as a, uh, as a mayor? Is that, you know, this comment that I read at the very beginning, you don't spend a lot of time worrying about hate and judgment and criticism and arguing and, and gossip. You're too focused on trying to leave a legacy because you want your kids and our kids' kids to say of you that you built a better Biloxi. And you're literally obsessed with that, aren't you? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I, I do. I guess there's medication for that, but I am, you know, if I'm awake. That's driving me, and and, uh, and, and don't uh, you know? Uh, everybody talks about the stress. Well, you know, I thrive on stress, you know, and uh, uh, but I know, uh, like I know, you know, the the, the goal is righteous, and uh, so um, you know, it's a pleasure for me. I'm having fun. The goal is righteous, and it plays out in so many different ways. In the wake of the pandemic, it played out that we used our resilient spirit to reopen our economy rapidly and to get everyone aligned around what success looks like and how to create a healthy visit and whatever. We did that at the beginning of the pandemic. And so today, these numbers you talk about for April are a culmination of those efforts. We didn't get there haphazardly. We didn't just get a big windfall of money that just came pouring in here. We had to create a blueprint for success that now is playing out before our very eyes. That's true, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, you know, it, it's you know we had to keep hitting, keep hitting. It's like practicing. You got to keep hitting, keep hitting, and then and, and we, you know, it, it's paying off. We, we're making those downfield blocks and, and and you know, having the receptions that we need to 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 push it past the goal line. But um, when we when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Mayor Fofo Gillich and just talk about other things that are going on, other parts of his vision that are coming to a reality, and they're really great news. There's there's nothing but good news right now that we should be focused on as it relates to Mississippi Gulf Coast. We'll be back after this break. Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
Welcome back to Coast View. Hey, I'm so sorry for getting worked up. I'm, two days in a row, I'm worked up. <laughs> but you know what? We should, man, if you live here and you love this place, there's no reason why you can't share with me a ma- an amazing passion for this place. That's why Coast View came about. I mean, I was retired. I didn't have to do this, but I love to do this because it gives me a chance to express my passion for this area and to talk to people who have a very similar passion like Mayor Fofo Gillis, who we're talking about, to, uh, talking with today. Hey, Mayor, look, let's shift gears. You and I had the opportunity to sit together at the Coast Chamber annual meeting. It was so cool to see 500 leaders in the room at the same time in a face-to-face meeting, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was great to be, you know, be back somewhere. I think it's the first time I sat down and ate anything. You know, sat down had a meal at, with other folks, uh, you know, other than my family since March of, uh, you know, 2020. Yeah, but it really was cool, and, and it just felt good. And you know, uh, uh, we're on the way back. You know, I think, and, and you know, hopefully, this stuff is in our rearview mirror. And uh, you know, I just nothing but positive is, is what I see. You know, I, I see it too. Hey, one of the, one of the things that actually right after that, I had an opportunity to visit with Dr. Nicholas Conger, who is the infectious disease doctor for um, Memorial, who's been on my show so many times. And I asked him, I said, you know, it was interesting because you experienced. Too. People didn't know whether to do a fist pump or shake hands or what, when to take their mask off. And it was, you know, that was a little clumsy because for a lot of people, that was sort of the first big time that they've been around a lot of other people. And sort of the point that he made to me was this that so many people have been vaccinated. That's number one. People who have chosen not to be vaccinated, they sort of made their choice now. So the, the, what he said was that if you've been vaccinated, you're not going to be able to shake someone's hand and then shake another, and you're not going to be able to spread it and you're not going to be able to get it so just live your life and if someone decided not to get it that's it's up to them to decide whether they want to wear a mask or not i really think that was pretty good advice don't you well you know i think that that it, it was the way it you know the, the obvious course i mean we can't twist anybody's arm and we're hopeful that uh, you know the majority of the people who decided to to hey let's end this by getting a shot you know and and, and risking the minimal risk that you know has been shown to be the case but yeah. hey you know it's just just for the for the you know the good of the order and, and yeah. uh, I'm ha- I'm happy that we have it here. I, I would uh, I would urge people to consider getting the vaccine. I, I heard news just this morning where a uh, a friend a, a family member of a friend has ended up on a ventilator because they did not get the shot and they did catch COVID and it's kind of a tragic tragic situation. And at this stage of our progression with the vaccine, it's sad to hear news like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, some people feel you're bulletproof, but you're not really bulletproof. You know when when uh, when you run across the deal and you you know we just pray that you know things work out it's just something if you can do something about it and, and, and you know, uh, assess the risk you know to you personally and you know you make those calls but but sometimes you know it, it's not the right call you know it, it's not unfortunately hey look uh, I want to talk about your uh, State of the City address. But before I do, I just want to tell you, I, I had the opportunity to ride down to the beach on one of my long bike rides. And I went to, actually got on the new section of the boardwalk around Treasure Bay and took it all the way down to the uh, to the comfort station there near Rodenburg. And 
gosh, man. I mean, that I posted something about it, and a lot of people commented, and I put some pictures up. It's, it's, you know, that's a heck of a vision. And one of the comments that someone made was, but then when hurricanes come, it's just going to – they're just going to become battering rams. I said, no, well, no, no, you don't no, You don't well, get it. The, the construction. <laughs> we had an 11-foot storm surge, and we lost no boards. On Not that. a single board, yeah. right? The, the design yeah. was terrific. It was, and, and and we you know we're we're challenged to to do not the same thing over and over. We don't want to rebuild the Lighthouse Pier or or the Veterans Avenue Pier or any of the piers that Kyle Sim over and over. There are things we've done. We've engaged a number of engineers, companies for thoughts on what we're going to do when we rebuild. We you know uh, there's things like growings. I don't know if you've ever been to Galveston, Texas. They got you know they got wave action, but they got growings that, that have been around since 1910. And, and uh, those things, you know, you don't replace those piers. So we're not going to do the same thing over and over with the White House pier, especially with, you know, the, the things that we have to do uh, to protect that. And, but then the boardwalk, as, as you mentioned, we want, you know, I envision, you know, all around the peninsula from, you know, get off the, you know, walk off the bridge or get on a bike right at the bridge and, and uh, do that thing all the way to the Bees Road. And uh, that's, uh, you know, about uh, 31,000 linear feet, and we've got about 14,000 of it covered. We're ready to go with, with plans for the rest. Anything's possible given time and money. I'm, I'm preaching for that and, and answering, you know, uh, th those experiences like you have and your family has using that, they need to have testimonial. So these people that I'm trying to, you know, get a million dollars a mile to do know that the value is there for our, you know, for our visitations and for our citizens too. So you know, you don't think you don't think about infrastructure per se being something that, like on TripAdvisor, that would be this big deal. But um, if you go to TripAdvisor today, one of the things that is listed there as a very popular place for tourists to go is the is the Biloxi Ocean Springs Bridge. I mean, no one ever envisioned it would become this place that people park and go for this walk. I think the boardwalk has that same kind of allure to it. I mean, I think the boardwalk is it will become a destination because you see people, you know, you have these these seats along the way and they're just you know, they're just sitting, enjoying the sea breeze and people walking and bike riding. It's super special. And I would really encourage anyone who's listening to this who has not been to the boardwalk, go see what I'm talking about. I think you'll be, I'm not blowing it out of proportion. It is really, really special. And it gives you such a sense of what tourists see when they come to coastal Mississippi. It's quite beautiful. Yeah. And uh, and it's a, it's a super vision. I congratulate you for being really doggedly determined to make that vision become a reality. Well, I'm appreciative of that. I'm appreciative that you, you know, you've enjoyed it, and, and, and that people have seen you enjoy it, and and you know, say, hey, just go experience it for yourself and see how cool it is. You know, yeah. you you look at, you know, how millions of dollars spent, and sometimes it doesn't make sense, but this makes sense. This makes sense, and not only are you going to see, you know, my my passion will be. We think we've got those projects in motion and we know what we need to do and some of it you know are you know like along the bay the, you know the bayview boardwalk and those enjoy that bay but but now my emphasis is going to be m making sure the the beauty of it is, is retained there, there are things going on and and you know you got who's responsible for this you know basically i'm responsible for anything that's in biloxi whether it's MDOT, they have budget or whether it's sand beach and they have budget or the county and they have budget i'm going to fix it 
Okay, we're going to make sure that this place looks like it's you know, it's it's clean and feels you know beautiful, and that's what we want. That's the first impression. We're going to you're going to see a, a, a great effort to do that. So uh, yeah, I had a I had a representative from Keesler on in the past week or two, and we talked about the new gate, and the in the culmination of all the infrastructure fixes that are happening on the streets and infrastructure there outside that new gate. But boy, that's going to be transforming it in and of itself, isn't it? It is. I mean, like I said, we, in 2015, just 72 short months ago, when you know General Clark Griffin, our former uh, councilman from out there. You know, we drove around and, 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 you know, this has been talked about since the 70s. OK, you know, when, uh, you know, the the, uh, the 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 bridge, you know, I-10, I-110 was being that was part of making the new main gate. Day. We talked about that for, you know, 34, 30 plus years. And uh, we dug into it in 2015 along with, you know, uh, uh, then Colonel Michelle Edmondson, who is coming back as uh, second Air Force commander and a, a two star general, uh, a, a major general uh, it, shortly. So we, you know, we learned a little bit about MILCON, you know, those kinds of terms and, and where we were. But that was a big deal, you know, post 9-11 security. It'll be secure now if you get a chance to go into it and, and, and around it. Uh, uh, it, it's going to be quite a thing. But that was a $37 million project inside and outside. Wow. So, I missed on the way. On the way. But it creates this flow now that's going to be quicker to I-10 or I-110 and then to downtown or to the beaches. And it just makes more sense. It's it's, yeah. it's a vast improvement over what we had, isn't it? We're excited. You know, like I said, by the end of the year, you're going to be experiencing it. So that's, that's okay. So at the, be at the beginning of last year, when the pandemic was all, you know, coming down, we didn't know what the heck was going to happen. I mean, we, I mean, it, we were worried the economy was going to go to hell in the handbasket. Coast of Mississippi was going to be in deep trouble. You know, you look back on it now, and as I said at the beginning of the show, we've really worked hard. We worked hard to create a blueprint for success, even within the pandemic. And now you're giving the state of the city address, and you're talking talking about kind of where we are in this moment. We're in a much better place than you expected we would be in at this stage of the game, aren't we? No, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, you know, given where we are in the first early months of the year, and I've been tracking, you know, you, you know me, I like those numbers. Numbers don't lie. And I've been bouncing. You could just feel it in February. You know, with, with the vaccines and stuff like that, you can feel people around. You could you could feel it over your shoulder. Man, we've got a lot of people down here. Okay. And I was monitoring, you know, the gross gaming revenue and, and that jumped from like 71 million dollars to the next month. You know, I'm talking about February, right? It's not a big month. OK, and, you know, then we, then we hit, you know, March Madness. And so we jumped from 71 million to 92 million the next month from 92 million to 111 gross gaming, you know, millions of gross gaming revenue in Biloxi. That's a big that's an astounding number when you look at the time of the year. And again, those naysayers will say, well, there's a reason for that. You know, they'll get on a negative kick. It doesn't matter. These are new people that came here. They experienced our, our, you know, so whatever, whether they don't, you know, whether they have, uh, you know, pandemic money or, or uh, you know, uh, in stimulus money, it doesn't matter. They've experienced the product. They'll be back. Can you imagine if they walked the boardwalk, you know, if they were staying out, you know, and for the, for the bang, for the buck, for what we had, nobody can compete with us. Nobody. <laughs> 
Nobody can compete with us. That is for sure. And the theme of your of your State of the City address is going to be, wow, wow, wow. We got a lot to be thankful for and a lot to look forward to. I wish we could get into some details, but we look forward to, to sharing your speech when, when you give it. So it's been a pleasure, Fofa. I appreciate you taking time. Always my pleasure, Ricky. Tell everyone else. Okay, thank you. I'll definitely do that. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. See you later. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.